I never, her mother sputtered as she went back inside. Don't worry, Mom. I like your raisin cake. I even told Mrs. Hollister I liked it. Katie jumped off the swing and ran down the steps. I'm going to take a ride on my bike. I'll be back in time to change my clothes for the church supper. Katie pedaled her bike as fast as she could, careening around corners and coasting down the hill, then pedaling again on a straight road that led to the Judas Grove on the outskirts of Indigo Valley, her favorite place in the whole wide world. The little group waiting for Katie acted like the ten-year-olds they were, jumping up and down, whistling and clapping their hands. "'Gee whiz, we thought you weren't coming,' Andy Hollister said, linking his arm with Katie's. "'Don't be afraid. I did it, and all your heart does is beat real fast until you land. It was Pete's turn to bring the Kool-Aid and cookies. Do you want to eat first and then do it, or the other way around?' Katie could feel her inside start to shake as she looked at her friends. It was probably better just to do it and get it over with. She took a moment to ponder her immediate problem. She was moving away, and she would probably never ever see her friends again, so why did she have to climb the hill and ride down the zip line? The zip line was a homemade contraption of old telephone cable wire one end of which was attached to the mighty oak at the top of the hill and the other end to the smaller oak at the base of the hill on the other side of the pond. The object was to slide down the taut line over the thirty-foot drop, out over the pond, then skid to a stop at the edge of the pond without getting wet. Because if she didn't, she'd be leaving with her tail between her legs and the kids would call her a sissy chicken. She wasn't even going to think about what her parents would say if they ever found out she was at the Judas Grove and she rode the zip line. Knowing her father, she wouldn't see the bright light of day until she was thirty-five, maybe longer. Her mother wouldn't intervene, either. "'You ready, Katie?' Pete asked. Pete Danson was a nice kid, nicer than the Hollister twins. They'd been her friends from the time they met at Bible school at the age of four. Pete knew she was afraid. They all knew she was afraid. Afraid or not, she still had to do it. At least their tormentors weren't around to heckle her. She voiced her thought as she wondered what was in the paper sack Pete was holding in his hands. It looked heavy. They were here about an hour ago. We pretended to leave so they would. Then we came back to wait for you, Andy said. Remember now, don't close your eyes. You have to keep them open so you don't smack into one of the trees. You can do it, Katie. We'll be waiting for you on the other side of the pond. Amy has her camera. We'll send you the picture at your new address, okay? You can't show your mom or dad. If you do, she'll call our moms and tell them we hang out here. Promise, Katie? Okay, I promise. She solemnly crossed her heart. She'd seen the pictures of the others taken just as they hit the middle of the zip line. They were all so proud of those pictures because Amy managed to capture their looks of horror, elation, and devil-may-care attitude when they were dead center over the pond, thirty feet above the water. You had to be brave and fearless to ride the zip line. She wanted her own photo, too, so she could show it to her new friends in Vermont. Katie climbed the hill, slipping and sliding until she made it to the top, where the grove of trees, including the Judas tree, peppered the little bluff. Her heart pounded in her chest when she looked down at the homemade zipline the boys had first hooked up over a year ago. 
They'd gotten the cable from the junkyard, the wooden handles from Pete's mother's shopping bags. They checked the cable every day, and every day they proclaimed it to be safe, even though the biggest of all the trees, the Judas tree that stood sentinel over the others, now had deep wounds in the trunk. It was Amy's idea to move the cable from the Judas tree to the oak tree because it was higher and gave a more thrilling ride. Pete had agreed, but not because he wanted a more thrilling ride. He had been concerned that the cable was harming the Judas tree. Any time you're ready, freckle-faced Andy shouted. Go on the count of five. We'll count together. You can hear us, can't you? I can hear you. Just hold your horses, Andy Hollister. I'm gonna do it. Give me time to climb the tree and get out to the branch. They knew she was afraid. She knew she could just go home and let them think what they wanted to think. In just a few hours, she would be on her way to Vermont, and she would...